It's time for Um Hello, a Jersey Shore Recap Podcast. Um Hello. Um Hello. Um Hello to you, everybody. Welcome back to Um Hello, our Jersey Shore episode by episode recap. And this is your host, G Wow. And I'm Cookie. And I think I accidentally stole your line. Did you, don't you normally say that? The episode, <laughs> you, episode we don't have lines. No, no, we're good. This is season two, episode three creeping which i have already uh commented on my love and hate for the fact that they say creeping in in terms of hitting on girls i find it to be bittersweet because it is weird but at the same time it's almost like well at least they admit it's creepy like it's, it's like, awkwardly self-aware yeah is it good <laughs> like is it good or bad when people can admit they're doing something bad does that make it better who knows well, speaking of not being able to admit when you're doing something bad, we come back to the fight between Angelina versus Polly and Mike. And I say it's a, literally a fight because she does hit him. I don't know if in the last episode it, we really saw the extent. Like, I know we saw a little slap, but she like kept going. And not that she was hurting him, but just the fact that she wouldn't give it up. I'm like, girl, like, relax. No, yeah. Like, she wasn't punching him in the face. It was very kind of a light slap it was more like the thought that counts you know it really the point was that she was in his face she put her hands on him whether it hurt him or not it's still inappropriate and Um, antagonizing because he's saying do it again like like as in like you're being crazy like why are you doing this he's not like actually telling her to and so they go outside and jenny kind of gets involved a little bit she's sort of listening to them explain the situation and angelina's saying i didn't hit you She's wild. Like, what is her deal? She can't tell the truth. She's now immediately five minutes after doing this, trying to spin some other narrative, talking about things at the club. I don't know if she's confused or if she's just really that drunk, but what a mess. And Jenny's not buying it. She's like, I cannot get a read on Angelina because she does this a lot. She did it in season one, too, where she's like, I didn't do that. I don't remember. I must have been too drunk. Gaslight queen. She is the gaslight queen. (laughs) And and I just wonder, like, is she also gaslighting herself or does she know Mm -hmm. she's lying? I don't know how far her denial goes, but they're all, Mike actually screams at her, like, go to bed. <laughs> they literally will tell her, you need to stop it now or you're going to burn this bridge. They almost spell it out for her. And she's like, I don't, is it? She's, and she won't, she won't go. She won't take the hint. She's such a deer in headlights. And I think that she mm. is super insecure and it's just like, she's trying to get everybody to like her, but she's doing a horrible job of it. That's why I sort of relate a little <laughs> bit-ish because I, I try not to be this way as much anymore, but th- in the past, there's been times when I felt insecure or like I said the wrong thing. And mm. so I keep like doubling down and people tell me, you know, just cut it, just stop it. And I can't stop. Yeah. So I've I feel done bad that. for her. So yeah. I get that. The same, because I've done that. So I can relate. In a different way. I mean, I'm not a pathological liar like she is, but I well, can then here's where I up. start to really disagree with her because she wakes up in the morning and she did this before last season where she wakes up and is like, I don't remember anything. It's kind of the same every time. What? I I I, did, I don't remember. I, Angel, I'm sorry. Angelina was not blacked out during that. No, fight. no, she was not blacked out. She was drunk, but she was not blacked out. And so I understand when you're drunk you don't remember everything but if you're gonna fight with somebody that you're normally friends with you remember that to an extent you may not remember the details but you know you got in a fight and so yeah Yeah. it's bullshit she's hoping that people will be like oh it's fine well and i think too that if she was just kind of a little bit more upfront and forthcoming with being sorry (laughs) they Mm. might have been a little more forgiving but her apology isn't a real apology because she's basically like I don't remember anything. I'm sorry. She's not like, I took it too far. Yeah. She's just like, look, I don't hear like she even starts it out with, look, I don't remember anything. It's right. like, that's not saying you're sorry. 
Yeah, exactly. She so just to be clear, there's a moment where she sits down with Polly. I think it's later the next day. Yeah, uh, and she's and she gives a half apology where she's like. I don't really remember it. And I don't know if you're telling the truth about what I did, but if you're right, then I guess I'm sorry. Like that's the mm-hmm. energy of it, girl. And then nope. Polly's response is interesting. Um, he says to her something to the extent of like, I appreciate that you're apologizing and I accept the apology, but we're still, I still don't fuck with you. Like you, yeah, kind of, you do your thing. Yeah. I'll do mine. We're going to be in the house together, but we're not cool. Like it's not mm. like the, it was, I get that. Like sometimes people take it too far and you can say like, I appreciate that you're coming and saying, sorry, but we're not going to be able to move past this. Like facts. Yeah, yeah exactly. Cause I think people mistake forgive for allowing it back in your life. Right. I think you could, you could forgive somebody without even telling them that you forgave them. Like you mm-hmm. could forgive somebody you, you haven't spoken to in 10 years. Forgiveness yeah. is a personal experience. <sighs> okay. Well, let's go a little bit on the lighter side here. <laughs> we go to the gelato shop. Is this their first shift that we actually see? I think it is, yeah. Because they get their uniforms, yeah. Yeah, we had the orientation, but this is their first real shift. Um, I think it's funny that, so the, the guy's name is Enzo, right? Yes. Enzo, he keeps calling Vinny Vincenzo, which I find funny. And Vinny's like so playing into it. He's like, I'm going to brush up on my Italian. All my Italian relatives call me Vincenzo. I'm going <laughs> to, you know, what's the matter? It's just so funny to me. I love it. It didn't really dawn on me until this episode that even though they're not in Jersey, they found a way to sort of find as close to that culture as possible by yeah. doing gelato. Because gelato was Italian, right? Absolutely. And let me just say that the sandwich that Vinny makes and is trying to show off, because Vinny's like, totally kissing ass to Enzo but I will admit that sandwich was perfection I don't remember a sandwich Wait, did he made a sandwich at work yeah yeah that's why I'm this gelato shop like I'm confused because it doesn't seem like it's just gelato but that's maybe just uh, where they're working because he puts together a sandwich he wraps it up in um saran wrap and he's like bringing it over like it's the holy grail and you know what <laughs> I've noticed and you'll see this throughout the episodes there's never mm-hmm. really any customers like the shore store always like packed, but I don't, it, there's like, it's empty. Do you think that's be- by design because they have to like sign waivers and things and people in Miami maybe don't, it's not like the novelty that it is in Jersey. Like people in Jersey, you know, nothing happens no. there in terms of like these kinds of things in Miami and like everybody's a big shot. So they're probably like, I don't care about <laughs> being a part of your gelato shop for TV. I don't know. Yeah. Well, maybe they also just like wanted it to just fully be a set, like just fully no interruptions just the cast talking i also just have to say that jenny talking about trying to squeeze her boobs into a t-shirt that looked <laughs> like an appropriate size for her when she could have just gotten a bigger shirt I, the whole thing was hilarious to me i think she should have sexed up the t-shirt like she should have yeah. like tucked it in so it was baby tea and she could have sold more <laughs> yeah exactly that very like uh early 2000s thing of, of yes. taking an oversized shirt in the front and tying it into like a knot yeah, she's she already got the done... trucker hat. She's yeah. right on brand. Yeah, exactly. That I, was a I, moment. I was going to say we're entering more of the like early 2000s. I guess it's now it's more like 2010s. Yeah. This Some of this style, while I would never wear it now, it was way more of a moment than some of the like corporate club era we got in season one, which Angelina is still very in this season. But mm-hmm. Jenny is kind of now in this like Barbie bimbo Y2K mm. Paris Hilton kind of style where it is the trucker hats, the baby tees. It's still like the bling jeans, but it's a, I don't know. It's, 
way more chic <laughs> than some of the things they were wearing in season one. Yeah. Um, another just kind of like light happy moment was that Vinny found a barbershop in Miami that he deems good enough for his Sicilian hair. And he also says that his shape up is the equivalent of Polly's gel in his blowout. Do you agree with that? I absolutely do not agree with that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I love you, Vinny. And your hair was fine. It was fine. However, but it wasn't iconic. Exactly. It was not iconic. It was a simple fade and a buzz cut. Whereas <laughs> Polly, don't get, I'm sorry, Vinny, don't compare yourself to Polly because Polly's mm -hmm. haircut is a national treasure. Polly's yeah. haircut is a work of art. It, yes. It's, it's, it's not something that can just simply be recreated. That energy is very specific. I'm sorry. It's the truth. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> Polly was, yeah, like you said, a work of art. And Vinny was just getting a haircut. Oh, boy. All right. Well, we can take a break now. Okay. We'll be right back. Can't get enough of um, hello? Never. <laughs> well, check us out on social media. We're on Instagram and TikTok at um, hello pod. And if you are listening to us, but you'd rather be watching, you can go to patreon.com slash um, hello. There's also going to be tons of bonus content, including bonus episodes and behind the scenes, like how I got my Snooky post. And last but not least, if you're a brand or you just want to give us money, send us an email, a professional email at umhellopod at gmail.com. All right, let's get back to the show already. Okay. Um, hello? Um, hello. Um, hello! We're back. We are back and we're going out again. Of course. Do you miss karma yet? <laughs> I do miss karma. Except this is bed and clutch. That's their Miami bars, right? Yeah, but you know what I noticed? When they went to bed, it was B.E.D. Does it stand for something? Is bed an acronym? Or I wonder if the club was supposed to be B.E.D. Like, oh, we're going to B.E.D. tonight. And they just were saying it wrong. You think that they changed the name of the club? Like, what if it was B.E.D.? referring it to as bed? And now if I was bed, I'd be like, we're, we're bed now. That's the name of our club now. I feel like bed is so much more clever because to be like, oh, we're going to bed. That's funny. Like to say like, we're going to bed when it's like, oh, we're going to sleep, but it's not, you're going to the club. Like, I think that's, oh, that's so true. much more clever as a club name than BED. What is What's that? I'm saying? What is, what is Even it? if it was not bed, it is now, babe. It is now, babe. Anyway, so do they go to bed or clutch tonight? I forget because they, I think <laughs> they hop between the two at some they point. do and you know what to be honest most clubs kind of look the same once you're in the inside it's just lights and it's, sweaty yeah. people it's usually uh the paint is kind of a dark gray or black the lights are purple blue sometimes mm -hmm. orange um through all of the lights you will see snooki in her og snooki outfit look she's got on the cheetah dress she's got the poof she looks fantastic i love that she played homage to herself she dressed up as snooki which is so funny Branding queen. She's the branding queen. She was just playing homage to herself. Mm -hmm. um, and Vinny was fancying her. He said she was he hot. Sure was. I, he I mean, was she, hot she did look hot. This is sort of the first time, this, this episode is the first time they sort of start to like kind of vibe a little bit. Sort of. We won't and get we'll ahead see, of ourselves. Yeah. We'll now he also, later. Vinny also makes a comment about Jenny that I think is fucking hilarious. He says that Albert Einstein should rewrite his laws of physics around Jenny's tits. 
brilliant commentary. This is the kind of poetry that made this show <laughs> that made this show a success. Oh, it's amazing. Her breasts were marvelous, though. She looks so good. She looks so fantastic. And she's dancing and Vinny's right. Like her boobs are staying in place and her dress is staying just over her nipples. She is, <laughs> she's also a work of art. She is a work of art. She almost looks like a cartoon because the way that her, the fabric only covers her nipple and it's right at the edge of the nipple and it stays there. It's called it's like, fabric. How does she do that? She's like, uh, I, she's like Jessica <laughs> Rabbit it's so good and i do like that the girls are starting to kind of come together like at the club mm -hmm. snooki says she feels bad for angelina kind of pulls her aside and i don't know if maybe angelina was just vulnerable enough in this moment to have a moment of clarity but she decides i'm just gonna fess up she fess uh, jenny you know comes over she does it to both of them and just says you know what i talk shit but i'm trying to move forward and she she apologizes this is probably the first genuine apology we've gotten from her this season but i have to say it's kind of weird though because she apologizes in the club but then in confessional she's like i don't know i don't really feel that bad but i have to say what i have to say i think that's because later on when they write when they do those confessionals she was in a totally mm. different mindset right like it's not like it was immediate i think in the moment it was genuine and then i think right. later she changed her mind because of everything that goes down i agree yeah in that moment she was probably like these are my girls i'm gonna really apologize and then yeah later she was like no never that, mind, it does make her look two-faced though because she's saying something in the confessional but doing something totally different yeah there you go um, so anyways, yeah, Angelina and the girls, uh, sort of have their makeup moment in the club. And then Ron and Sam have like 10 minutes where they're good and they're having fun and it's nice. And mm -hmm. I, I kind of, this is where I start to think like Sam's not trying to fight at this point. I think if Ron wasn't like in this, I don't know if it's an alcohol problem or in this, just whatever, if Ron wasn't in this point in his life, I don't think it would have escalated the way that it did because Ron is super drunk. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the problems aren't like she's getting jealous at the, like there's nothing that they're fighting about. It's just that Ron is super drunk, super aggressive and combative. Like the lights were on, but he was not home. Yeah. And that's the thing is she's just not even saying anything. She's just visibly uncomfortable by his drunkness. Yeah. Um, and he antagonizes her basically yeah. being like, what's your problem? Um, and she's yeah, all she's kind of doing is just like kind of laughing and like smiling awkwardly. Yeah. She hasn't said a damn thing except to the camera, which again is in a confessional. And Jenny, he just starts berating her. Uh, and when she's sort of just like, you know what, do you, you, you know how she does. She's like, do you whatever. And he literally, he calls her fucking bitch. Yep. For no reason. For no reason. It was so uncalled for. He hasn't for. done anything. This is one where she was just sitting there letting him do his thing and biting <laughs> her tongue. And he, like, almost wanted her to be yelling at him. Like, I think he was, like, imagining her yelling at him and reacted to that. Yeah, you know I mean? and as much as she could have, like, been a name called him back and all that stuff, in her confessional, she just says, I don't appreciate that. Well, and then she says this, and I have a clip of it because this Yay. is not the first time we'll hear a version of this this season mm -hmm. because it's said many times, but uh, it's quick. Listen. Mm -hmm. I really felt like at that moment, like that was the end of Sam and Ron. If fucking only. If fucking only. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So then she gets upset and leaves because he just screamed at her that she was a bitch. And like, again, she doesn't even like react at this point. I really feel for Sam because it's not like she is like 
fuck you. She just literally turns around and walks out. And some of the girls were good friends uh, because Jenny and Angelina like leave with her, don't they? Yes. Yeah. At that point, they they go with her. And I think it's all the girls, right? At least not Snooki because she's still out right. with Ron later. But the girls absolutely are being it, Jenny and um, Jenny and Angelina, I think, are the ones who went back with her. And they're clearly being good friends to her, which mm-hmm. is even more frustrating when we know what happens down the line, you know. And so it kind of cuts back to everyone at the, that's still at the club. And mm-hmm. Ronnie is doing what he does, which is making out and dancing with girls. At this point, the only girl who's witnessed this is Angelina. But mm-hmm. at this point, and this is where Ron really fucks up, yep. um, is Snooki sees. Yep. This is a different situation because she's a loud mouth and she's more actually friends with Sam. Yep. yep. So she uh, basically threatens not to tell her, but she's saying, you, you need to tell Sam what you're doing. This is not okay. She does. <laughs> she's so cute about it, too. She's like, "Are you, do you really want to be doing this right now? That's, that's, she's so sweet. Because I feel like she's trying really hard because she is both of their friends. All the girls are being really good friends to Sam and Ron, who are just a disaster. That is a a recurring thing this season. Everybody's trying so hard to be good friends to both. And it gets very, very, very difficult. Because I don't think they handled everything correctly. However, put in their position, I don't know that I would either. Like, that's a weird place to be. And they all say over and over again that they have no idea what to do. And that, like... Ronnie's a part of the IFF and they just don't know what they don't know IFF? how to handle it. The I'm fucked foundation. Oh, because later when they said that, I didn't know what they meant, but <laughs> I forgot. They said it, I think, oh. in episode two. They okay. said Ronnie's the president of the IFF, the I'm Ooh. fucked foundation. I remember. Not now. to be confused with the GTF, which is the Get Fucked right. Foundation, which is the men who are trying to get their dick wet. This is all very nuanced, Cookie. <laughs> I remember now. Um, but anyways. Oh, can I just say this too? When Ron huh? and, and Snooky are kind of having this discussion and Snooky's trying to help. This is the second time that we see Ron shoving a woman on camera. Why did it take until 2022 to get him off the show for violence when we see it with two cast members right here in the second season? What the fuck? I have no words. And again, it's it's a, it's a hard shove. She flies. Sorry to get in. loud about that, but yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. She literally flew into the other guys. And they do agree, like, at that point, you got to go. Like, we need to stop. But, like, that's as much as the guys can do. They are not in charge of this show. Why the fuck didn't production say, you know what? We got to either, like, tell him you're, like, that would have been the perfect time to be, like, not only are you a drunk mess, but you're now shoving people. You need a timeout. Ronnie goes and is has to, like, go home for two episodes or something. And maybe that would have been a reality check that he needed. Why do they do nothing? It's so frustrating. Well, and you know what is so weird about this season in particular is that as bad as it is, the particular brand of horrible that Ronnie is, <laughs> is it's almost cartoonish. It's almost like script. It feels fake. This is why I, I feel like people accuse the show of being fake, because when you watch it, it's like, there's no way this is a real human being. Yeah. Like when he, when they come back from the club and he's so drunk that he like literally falls face plants into like the ground onto like I think kind of onto a beanbag chair. It's really ridiculous the level of drunk he is. Is he's acting like a man child, and I don't think it's staged by any means. No, but it yeah. is like there are some people who, um, and I'm one of these people. There were some people where they drink alcohol, and when it hits a certain limit, 
they just throw it up. And then, mm. so I never really get to this point, but I know people whose bodies just, their bodies just aren't vomiters. And so mm. they, it, it all stays in no matter how much they drink. And I think that's more scary because at least my body is giving me a warning of like, you got to stop now. His body, I don't think does that, which is why he gets to this point. You can see it when he's doing this thing. And, and yeah, he, it's like, he, he does over. look terrifying. He does. And you know what the thing is? I think he gets there on purpose. I think that's his, I think he aims to get that drunk. Yeah. Like some people are partiers and some people are drinkers. Ronnie's a drinker. He thinks he's a partier. Right. He's not. He's a drinker. I'm so glad you said that because there is a distinct difference when you go out with mm -hmm. a group of people, you could tell yep. the, the, the people that are there to have a good time and the people that are there to get very drunk. Yeah. There is a difference. Yep. Ronnie, I feel like he's going to the club and saying, I'm going to pound drinks quickly and get fucked up. He must be tortured. Like there must be, he yeah. must have a lot going on in his head that leads him to be so angry and to get so drunk and to be violent, right? And not to yeah. excuse his behavior, but there's got to be something going on in there. If somebody's acting this dark, it's because they're fighting demons. I think yeah. you're on the money with that. And that's not an excuse, but like he should have been in therapy. <laughs> Maybe he needed a rehab. Yeah, well, I think he tried that. I don't know if it worked. Oh, is that true? I don't. I've, I've, there was so in one of the Jersey Shore like family reunion seasons I don't, I don't remember when but when um he was in like a he was in a, a not good place and I forget why something in the in the news and whatever and Mike who you know has rehabbed himself to right. extreme proportions he was kind of like you have to hit rock bottom and Ronnie can go to these these things in these treatment centers and go to rehab. But if he's not willing to like hit rock bottom and then change, like the commentary that Mike was saying was basically like, these things aren't going to work on him until he really is ready to change, which comes from hitting rock bottom. Mm -hmm. And so he was implying that like Ronnie had tried rehab and things. And I think part of it is because like he goes there as a result of something bad that happened. Like mm -hmm. he got drunk, he hit his girlfriend. And then as an apology, he's like, I'm going to change. I'm going to go to rehab, but that's not self-motivated. And that's the only reason right. you're going to change. Like you can say you're going to change for somebody up and down but that's just not it do you love how i talk like i've been in some like crazy abusive relationship <laughs> like that's so not the case have you ever been to not rehab like, uh no but i've had exes that have been to rehab oh really did it work on them no you're not supposed to date after rehab for a certain amount of time and my ex totally lied to me about how long he had been out of rehab and oh. so you're supposed to, you're not supposed to date for a year and he told me he was like well past that year and I learned like six months into us dating that he was like three months fresh out of rehab and I was like uh and guess what he got addicted to me uh you know that is a, a very common thing of people replacing drugs with a person yeah and there were times where I'm like, you don't even like me. You don't even like me, but you just like, you won't leave because what? Oh God, I'm, I'm going to cut that down anyway, but sorry. No, no, I like these like personal moments where we can relate specifically like in our lives to what's happening on the show, but I don't think we should cut it. Okay. 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 Well, it's we'll up see. to you. It's up to you. It's up to you. In any case. All right. Let's, let's move off from the heavy things because there's yeah. some fun things that do happen after this night. And usually guess what? It's Snooki who's fucking carrying this show. She also after the club looks hot as shit. Like I know that Vinny was kind of hitting on her po like pre-club, but post club when she took the poof out and her hair's flowing, but she still got like her look. She looks really good. I tap. She is giving very hot mess. 
in a great way. Like she's yeah. the hot mess chic. Because I think of hot mess, people think like, I think people forget the hot part and just think it's a mess. Sure. A hot mess to me is somebody who is a mess, but still looks hot. And that's- I nice. agree. Hot I mess. couldn't agree more. And she lays down to call her boyfriend. Vinny's already passed out on the beanbag. So like they kind of cuddle up, which I think it started out as innocent and they both like didn't want it to be. And they were kind of like teasing, hitting each other. Well, then she crawls into bed with him. Oh, she sure does. And this is the first time of many of these occasions that are to come. She is incredible because she just gets it. And now he invites her into bed. She gets in bed and they're laying there. They're not even looking at each other. They're laying in opposite directions. And she just goes, want to fuck? And he goes, sure. They, they're not even looking at each other. And then they roll over and, well, and then, do the damn thing. Well, okay. So they say, Snooki says, do you want to fuck? And then she turns around and then it cuts away. Do you think they fucked? Yes. I do because they had, he said something in the morning about his clothes being all over the place. Mm. And he was like, did I do the unthinkable? Did I bang Snooki? And he, he like at some point kind of jokes like to his, uh, his roommates, like, Oh, nothing happened, but that's uh, no, I think I need to update our chart, which is becoming a mess slowly one episode at a time. Oh my goodness. Well, we don't have proof, but yes, I agree. We're, we're pretty sure that this was the first time they had sex. The first time. The first time. The I was going to say, we know they do eventually, but I'm, I would bet money that they do here for the first time. I agree. So like in the morning, Jenny's with everybody kind of recapping the night. And I think the overall tone is just like, everyone's like scared and doesn't know what to do. Cause they know that this is the calm before the storm with the way that Ron's been acting. And they're all kind of discussing that they're in a very uncomfortable position where they're friends with both parties and they feel this expectation from Ron to keep their mouth shut, but they feel an yeah. expectation from Sam yeah. to let her know what's been going on. And it is a weird place to be. But yep. I have to say there should come a point where you have to draw the line and say, this is my friend, but he's gone too far. So I need to kind of not protect him anymore, even yeah. though he's my friend. Like that doesn't mean you don't still love him and can consider him a friend but if yeah. your friend goes too far i think it's okay to say you've gone too far and i need to help you by telling sam and ending this <sighs> let's take a little break before we get into the rest of the episode let's hey everybody do you want to hear more queer voices or maybe just more of gina well i'm cheyenne from hot Nastian. and i'm seb and we're gina's co-host from her other podcast sapphic survival guide each week we cover a new topic in the queer universe and answer all the questions that you want to know yeah, so after you're done listening to this episode, of course, pop on over to Sapphic Survival Guide wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, hello, we're back. Um, hello and welcome back. There was one thing I forgot to mention before the break that I wanted to was that, um, mm -hmm. of course, after their giant fight, they coincidentally are scheduled together at the gelato shop, Ron and Sam. What, what a coincidence. coincidence, I'm yeah. sure that was. Yeah. Uh, so they have a shift together. And it's actually sort of, it's one of those moments we had, we talked about this last season where it feels like the show is almost trying to make its root for them, but mm -hmm, we the music. don't. Because they play the sappy music and it's Ron and Sam going, I just love her. I just love him. Um, and they kind of have like a, a makeup moment. And weirdly, this is sort of the moment after this big fight, after Ron humiliates her and she doesn't fully know the extent, but I think deep down she knows something's up. He officially asked her to be his girlfriend again and she accepts and she's like he's my boyfriend now this was really really hard to watch because you can tell that like 
not only is Sam in the dark about so much, but she's also in the dark about like how he's feeling and she's just clearly hurting and grasping at anything he's throwing to her. And he is being so toxic and just Mm -hmm. like, of course, he's going to be nice and affectionate when it's convenient for him. And then he's going to go make out with other people when it's more convenient for him. This really was hard to watch. It just sucks. He's so toxic. Well, luckily, that scene came and went pretty quick because it was awkward <laughs> to watch. Um, Hated but the, next, it. the next major moment, and I've been excited to talk about this, is this is the introduction of MVP. Can I just say, it's so frustrating to have this duality before we get into all the fun stuff of <laughs> this, all this darkness when, yeah, all I really want to be talking about is MVP and all this funny stuff that all these fun housemates are getting into. I could watch a whole season of that. And it's so frustrating that in these same episodes where we get these iconic moments like the 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 inception of MVP that we also have to deal with this cloud. You know, I hate that. It's almost emotional whiplash the way they edit it because yes. they cut back and forth. It'll be cute moment, tragic, cute, tragic, cute, tragic. And it's like my brain is like, oh, I don't know what to do. Anyway, oh. so... We're whiplashed into the fun of MVP, Mike, Vinny, Polly. How coincidental, I guess. A lot of the famous quotes from the show come from season two because this is another one that continues throughout the series, but it starts in season two. Right now, they're the MVP in MIA supporting (laughs) the GFF. There's way more that come later on in the season. They just have acronyms out the ass. And so at this point, we get a a funny Angelino moment. Uh, So the guys make it very clear to everybody that this is an MVP night. It is a guy's yes. night yes. for the three of them and Angelina she invites herself. Now what do you make of this? I think that she is such a pick me that it is literally <laughs> cringy to watch. She is so absurd and it's like you want to be friends with everybody but then you do these things that it's like clearly for attention and she wants to be the guy's girl she's so mm-hmm. bad wants to be the girl's like oh i just like get along with better with guys i don't know yeah. what it is i have a little clip for you oh no i honestly want to go out with you guys but i don't want to be the only girl like yeah no, you yeah, think you're no, right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now you're right i would yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree 100 yeah, yeah definitely you guys are so corny shut up Look, we're trying to do an MVP guy night. I'd still go. Angelina! I'd still go. They just had to say to you, essentially, Angelina, we don't want you to come. And she goes, well, I'm still going. But what is even her draw going? Because she's always cock-locking them. She's always, like, in their drama. And she recently just brought it back to the house and was slapping Polly and whatever. Why would they want you there? I think she almost feels like even though she knows they don't want her there and they kind of don't like her at least they won't like call, like yell at her or call her like it won't be the same type of fight she might have with the girls she's so scared she, of the girls i think she's scared of the girls <laughs> i think she knows nobody in the house likes her but the guys are safer they don't like her in a more subtle way and so she is willing to kind of deal with that but it's a, so uncomfortable what a weird place to be knowing that nobody in the house likes you and even the people that are, tolerate you they don't like you they're just being cordial like, how, how does that make you feel? And then she keeps doubling down and making people not like her more. 
She's really not helping her case, but it is hilarious because they managed to ditch her pretty like smoothly too. surprisingly. They're all like awkwardly standing in the backyard. And Angelina (laughs) is so weird, just like standing with them, like staring like it's so giving like little sister vibes. Yeah. Like when you have to bring your sister along and you don't want to. And the second she turns her head, they're just like, go, 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 go. It's again, I keep saying cartoony, but it's so cartoony <laughs> the way she, they literally run when she turns around and then she turns around and is like, hey. Uh, it was good. It was good. It was, so they it make it out. Good. They make it out to the club, but they said that they've never seen a club this bad because there are grenades and landmines everywhere. But uh, as Vinny describes, that is not going to stop Mike and Polly. Never. It does one. It hasn't. Yeah, it hasn't before. It hasn't before. You know what? At at this point, sure. Is the club full of grenades? Yeah. But why would we go to a second location? Let's just. It is what it is. And this is the drama that's absolutely fucking hilarious. And while I don't condone all of the like shaming that they're doing and judging of these women, they're so funny. Even just their language of like we're dodging landmines and we gotta make sure these grenades <laughs> grenades don't blow up. Like they are fucking funny. Listen, are they misogynistic? Yes. Are they clever? Also, yes. <laughs> it's, it's entertaining also- at least. Like, and like, again, if this was the only like drama was are the guys gonna end up with grenades i'd still tune in now i'm sorry to kind of jump forward a little bit but i just have to i just have to say this i've been waiting for this whole episode to say this yeah they go back and they're in the hot tub yeah and some poor girl's chicken cutlet falls out of her bra and And production wants you to know which girl it is oh my god they were making it so clear that she was like she like keeps checking her it probably wasn't even her she they just caught her twice like moving her top poor girl for anybody who doesn't know if any men are listening that any straight men that you know don't do drag or anything any men who've never worn a bra and don't have girlfriends yeah small boobs what i'm saying is if you don't know what a chicken cutlet is in this context a chicken cutlet is like a slab of silicone Mm-hmm. And it looks like a chicken cutlet. That's why they call it that. And you put it in your bra, like under your boob, and it a little makes insert. It, it makes it look bigger. And this poor girl, it fell out and was floating. At this in the hot point tub. in time, I don't know that they were as well known. Like I think that they're mm-hmm. like it was more of a secret thing. You know how uh, you know girls used to have like tricks. Like mm-hmm. I think those aren't really like tr- quote unquote tricks anymore because you're not tricking. Like people know now yeah. that we wear all these things to enhance. I mean, whatever. And so the same way guys might shove a sock down their pants girls might put a little lift in their boobs but why would you go swimming with it but also what do you do because i think they stripped right there in the backyard so like how do you slickly take a slab of silicone out of your bra you pull you turn around you pull them out and you slide them into your purse you're going into a pool yeah but it was such like a guy moment where they were like oh what is this it was really funny. I lo- it was funny. And ironically, I don't know if he knew that this is what they're called, but um, was it Polly? He said it looks like a chicken cutlet. Yeah, and that's what like that's the nickname for him, which is so funny. I, called, I, it was yeah. almost like chicken or egg. Did he name them, or did we? Did he know or something? I don't know. Maybe I think they were just called that already. Some people call them falsies, but I call falsies fake eyelashes. So. Oh, well, they're all, they're in the hot tub, like you said. They have the chicken cutlet towels around, like you said, and Mike. <laughs> kind of splashes water on his face he claims he sobers up a little and sees that they are just in grenade central and he immediately is like we gotta get you know these animals out of our zoo i have had those moments where not necessarily a grenade situation but where like you somehow instantly sober up a tiny bit and you're like oh shit how did i end up here (laughs) you can see mike like splashing water and like opening his eyes like oh 
He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, what else? Speaking of this- funny, one of my favorite, this actually made me like, I had to pause because I was cracking up. We go back to the gelato shop, which we've already seen more of in three episodes of the gelato shop than we have of the t-shirt shop the entire yeah. first season. But I think they just set it up better. That's like- another point though. But Snooki is continuously, like I said, carrying the show. She's at her shift at the gelato shop. She's so short that they can't see her from behind the counter. And they show her like, ding, there's a little like point. And it's just the top of Snooki's head on the other side of the counter. She should have worn her poof. She would have been more visible. Well, they get her a stool, which she's just like, <laughs> I can't believe I need a freaking stool. This is ridiculous. I'm so, like, she's so oh funny. God. That is embarrassing though. They have to pull out a stool. How tall is she? I don't think she's five foot, right? She's like four ten or four eleven. She at probably five foot on the dot at most. I'm five two and I definitely know she's shorter than me. And I already feel pretty short in life, especially with a girlfriend who's six two. <laughs> Now, something I noticed in this moment that I had not noticed about the gelato shop was that uh-huh. the, the large scoop of, of gelato was $6. Now, this is 2010. I feel like that's a lot for 2010. Like, I feel like I could get a gelato for $6 now, even with all the inflation and COVID and stuff. So was that, hmm. that was, I feel like that was pricey. I do think gelato is a little more expensive than ice cream, but I also was going to say, I think Miami is also a little expensive yeah. than other places, but you're in LA. It's probably expensive. I got, there. last time I had gelato was in Vegas and Vegas is another place where huh. it's like ridiculously expensive. So maybe it's one of those things where it just wasn't affected by uh, inflation. Um, anyway. But- so the rest of the episode is kind of centered around are they going out? Is like who's going out? Who's going where? Because at this point, they're I, I you know I've been keeping track of the days and they're weekend ish, a little less. And so I think they're not all doing these group activities. They're kind of ready to like split up a little bit. At one, you know, when the guys went out the one night, the girls went to play pool. And so this night, Snooki and Jenny are like, oh, we're gonna go on a date and go out to eat. And Ronnie and Sam at first agreed to stay in together. And, you know, instead of choosing to have sex with his girlfriend all night, at last minute, he's like, well, why don't you go out with the girls and I'll go out with the guys? Which obviously upset Sam because she had just gotten what she wanted a night in with her mans. Clearly, his mindset isn't, I want Sam and more of Sam. And anything I need, you know, sexually, emotionally, whatever I can get from Sam. His mindset is go spread seed and get as many girls because I think he's jealous that his roommates get to do that. But if he was, if he was like, if he was smart, he'd realize that the guys usually come home without girls Mm -hmm. and he's got a guaranteed one in his bed every night who actually cares about him at this point. And it's just stupid that he's like, well, why don't you, why don't you go out? And I'll like, and I'll go out with the guys. Like, well, then you don't really like her that much. He wants to chase. He wants to chase. And when he does go out, can I just say I fucking hate his outfit? What was that? <laughs> what was he wearing? Like, I don't remember. It was like he was going to a golf course. Like it was a light blue and white, like thin striped polo with a white collar and then a white hat. And I, it was awful. I just, I just raved about the girls stepping it up. Ronnie has taken a step back. And can I just say that I just noticed for the first time that he's a pierced nipple? I never noticed. Well, that's kind of hot. No, but I, I'm just, I just never notice. I never ha- notice either. We get so caught up in talking about Polly's penis piercing. Does Polly still have his penis piercing? I fucking hope so. Why would you ever get rid of that? And what kind is it? 
I've heard there's multiple kinds. There are, oh, there are multiple kinds. You can do a Google and there's a little like infographic that'll show you all the different kinds. I think he has like the Prince Albert or something it's called, I think. Hmm. I don't know. Very interesting. And I just said, Snooki and Jenny were going out to eat and they at dinner, they're kind of talking like, all right, we got to do something. And we start to kind of see, we're supposed to think that it's their idea coming to light of maybe we should, you know, take this into our own hands. We will get way into some of our theories and the Reddit threads and all the things behind the note. But that's kind of what this preview is for next episode is all surrounding they're calling it the letter at this point no well we'll talk more about it next week but for this week do you want to do our quote yes and this takes it back to our blooming couple of Snooky and Vinny. their interaction is honestly so fun who do you want to be Ooh, i'll be can i be snooks yeah okay so you, I need you to just channel, you've got on your leopard dress, you've got your poof, and you're in like full snooky glory. Okay, I'm ready. You look hot. Really? I've never said that to you. You just took my breath away. You trying to smush right now? No. You look hot too. <laughs> and scene because she's scurries away. <laughs> she's so cute. She's so she's adorable. Charming. Oh, I just love her. All right. Well, I think this has gone on long enough. Goodbye. Um, goodbye. Um, Bye. Hello. Um, goodbye. Bye. If you want more of the podcast, you can follow us on any social media at um hello pod. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash um hello. We've got a video feed there so you can see our beautiful faces while we recap Jersey Shore. And we've also got a little bit of behind the scenes bonus content for you. And you can find me anywhere online at The Lee Regina, including my website, thelebergina.com. And you can find me online on TikTok and Instagram at angel.iconic.music. Thanks for listening. Bye.